The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies, not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. show for you guys today welcome to the bostonian versus the book dave sheriff and matt perrault on a wednesday bring your law degree if you got a cop in the family you may want to bring them on over <laughs> organized crime all sorts of investigations going on the state of iowa is ablaze at the moment because both football programs are in serious hot water this morning oh boy. including the starting damn quarterback for iowa state welcome to the show everybody live on twitter and youtube sports could replay dave some days i make fun of you because saying we're gonna play cops and robbers we're playing cops and robbers today this is nuts how are you i'm good i'm uh been fielding calls and texts and uh, talking about some stuff all morning that I did not think that we would be talking about a couple weeks before football season would start. Um, it's really interesting. The lineup is stacked. I feel like we should call it the docket today rather than the rundown because <laughs> there's so many things. And how is it Iowa? Is this heaven? No, this is Iowa. We got a lot of things going on in Iowa where you spend some time personally living you know how this fan base and people are and how, how, how could all this happen? We're going to go story by story, then take oh. kind of a bigger 30,000 foot view of what's going on because the mm. stories, the actual allegations and the details matter as to what's going on here, because some of which are like, wait, what did you do? And why did you do this? But we've got a bingo card you guys can keep track of if you want. It does also involve a Vegas scandal that came out this morning. There were rumors of it. We've heard. We talked about it briefly earlier on the program. But now we have some real details and allegations as to what's what was going on at a couple of casinos here in town. That the brazen nature of how they were doing this is quite like, really? <laughs> like, oh, my. Okay. <laughs> like, you really were going for this. So we'll do that. Let's just start with the big headline. And that is the fact that Iowa state starting quarterback Hunter Deckers has been charged here with being involved with a gambling operation. He's been charged with going ahead and betting 
on Iowa State sports, including Iowa State football games. I mean, let's talk about this, how we normally talk about this first, just from a book perspective. If you're the book, Dave, do you pull everything off the table today for Iowa State? Uh, I was on last night with the guys and and Carver and Lisa, and they asked me that same question. It was off already. Like the Iowa State stuff was off. Season wins off. If you have an advanced lineup, you take it off. You have to because I don't know who the backup is. So he might go down too. That's the, pro- <laughs> that's the problem. I mean, I mean, where is this going to stop? Correct. I mean, as of, as of right now, it's just, you know, it's Hunter Deckers, but it could be way worse. It could be multiple other players and it's going to be, you know, the statement on behalf of Hunter Deckers from a law firm last night, they have since clarified this statement, but this is not good. Hunter Deckers denies the criminal charge brought against him. He will plead not guilty to the charge because he is not, in fact, guilty of that charge. This mm-hmm. charge attempts to criminalize a daily fact of American life. Millions of people share online accounts of all kinds every day. This prosecution interferes with and politicizes what the business of Iowa State University and the NCAA. The investigation at the University of Iowa is just the tip of the iceberg. Thousands and thousands of college athletes place bets, usually very small ones, with shared accounts. That is for the schools and the NCAA to police. From boyhood, Hunter Deckers has been the model student-athlete. With the first emphasis on student, he he grew up in a close-knit farm family in tidy Howarden, Iowa, I think I'm saying that right, Mm. on the state's northwest border. Playing football at Iowa State has been a dream come true. This investigation has gone on since May when the DCI, it's an Iowa FBI version, agents executed a search warrant at Hunter's apartment in Ames and another at his family's home in northwest Iowa. The investigation has been an immense distraction for Hunter's ability to be a good student and a great teammate. Hunter greatly appreciates the cooperation and support of Iowa State University and Coach Campbell and his staff during these events. So he could focus on his studies in the defense of on this criminal charge. Hunter has informed the university and the coaching staff that he cannot participate in fall football camp. Hmm. Can you cover it up by saying the average bets were about $7 for Hunter Deckers? And you can cover it up however you want. They're going to go after him because they need to make an example. But it has to be understood that if you say you can't bet on the games, you can't bet on the games. <laughs> There's, I mean, like you can't have someone else bet for you on the games. You can't have an account set up and then say your friends use it and all this other stuff. You just can't do it. That's the allegation. It, yeah, the allegations are underage gambling, breach of university and subway policies using identity of another, unfair wagering and conflict of interest, i.e., betting on Iowa State sporting events twenty six times and once on football. Mm-hmm. Wagers routinely and consistently placed by Decker's personal iPhone. Kind of tough to claim you didn't do it when it's on your iPhone. Right. Wagers, um, 366 of them, 297 of them when he was under the age of 21, totaling more than $2,799. There are tax implications, but knowingly and intentionally falsifying electronic sports wagering records with the intent to deceive is illegal in Iowa. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> It's a lot of it's a lot of stuff uh, <laughs> for for three dimes, right? You know what are we doing? Thirty thirty five hundred dollars in wagers, and it, listen, the rules are the rules. They're going to ruin the kid's life. He's 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 not going to be able to play. There's no was there going to be a suspension? Oh no, yeah. 
There's well, no suspension. It's you're, you're out. Yeah, your ineligibility. Your you're, eligibility you is cannot gone. play. Yeah, you can't play anymore. Right. You've been arrested. So, along with that comes everything else behind it. Well, who were you sharing the account with? Why would you share the account? You know, I, I mean, would you let anyone log into no. any one of your social media <laughs> accounts that wasn't you? No. They could post something that yeah, no, they wouldn't. So no. why would you let someone in your betting account? Well, it's, it was, they're calling this the Netflix defense. Yeah, that's. <laughs> um, I mean, not me. I didn't do it. I, I just, I just, I shared my accounts. Everybody else made those bets. I didn't make those bets. Right. What? Well, okay. Why did you let them? It's your account, right? Like right. you have to understand the ramifications of every move you make every day and the scrutiny that comes with it. It's going to uncover a lot of things because well, it, you know, it, it gets worse. I mean, I mean, it, uh, it, it, it gets get, worse. It gets worse. Former Iowa baseball player accused of making underage wagers. This coming from a guy named Garrett Christensen of, uh, of Iowa has been accused of tampering with records related to the Iowa criminal investigation probe. He's 20. He's accused of operating a scheme with his mother, allowing him to hide his identity to manipulate online mobile transactions as if his mother was placing the bets. Tampering with records, the tampering with records charge is an aggregated misdemeanor and could carry a maximum sentence up to one year in jail or two years in prison if convicted. He's a native of Des Moines. He was accused of using a DraftKings account to place a total of 549 underage wagers, including approximately 23 wagers on Iowa sporting events, totaling more than $2,400 in a court document. He routinely and consistently, according to the affidavit, placed wagers from his personal iPhone, which were also being tracked at his University of Iowa residency, and the university not routinely opened to the public court documents. It states he knowingly and intentionally falsified personal electronic sports wagering records for more than a year while he was a member of the Iowa baseball team. So it's not just baseball. Next is the kicker, Aaron Bloom. He's accused of betting on the under in the Iowa State-Iowa game. I mean, everybody bet on the under, though. (laughs) He's accused of taking eight bets on the Iowa-Iowa State game. Iowa won 27-17. He's charged with underage gambling, unfair wagering, conflict of interest as well. The under closed at 45. The game game fell 44. In that game, there were three missed kicks. Not by him. But there were three missed kicks in that game. Two extra points and a field goal got missed that would have put this game to the over. He bet the under. He hit. <sighs> then, fin- then finally, Big 12 wrestling champ Panero Johnson, allegedly to have placed 1,283 bets on 25 Iowa State games, totaling 45,000 plus. Wow. That's now, the biggest. I mean, that's, a, that's a different number than what we've been talking before. Yep. Iowa State offensive lineman Dodge Sawyer placing 12 bets on Cyclone football games. He didn't play in those games, $3,000 plus. And Broncos defensive lineman, and I cannot say this guy's name, Iwi Zuike, right? He's been Zuike, looks like. He's been suspended for the whole year Mm. because he could go to jail for this. Because he's alleged to have bet on two Cyclone games. And the NFL claims he was betting on NFL games last year, including games involving the Broncos. He's gone for the entire year. 
this continues to snowball and snowball and snowball. Every couple of hours, we're getting more reports, the latest of which that just came out. Our, our friend Todd Bromacamp sent me this before we came on the air. New documents are showing former Iowa basketball player Aaron Illis made 1,850 wagers totaling $34,800 on FanDuel, some of which when he was underage, under the name Antoine, Anton Porter, including NCAA basketball games in at least one Iowa game. He's hmm. now at Nebraska. He transferred from Iowa to Nebraska. He is facing most likely the loss of NCAA eligibility for doing that. Huh. So give me those numbers again. He bet uh, how much? 34,000. Yeah, 1,850 wagers for 34,800. $34,800 and $1,185, you said, wagers? $1,850. It's $18 average wager. <laughs> $18 average wager. Um, Deckers was $750. This kid's $18. Yeah. So a couple things. One, the amount of resources that we're using, and I don't mean we because I'm not part of the investigation. Right. But DCI. The DCI and everybody else knocking on people's doors and searching search warrants and going to kids' uh, college dorm rooms or apartments, going to find out this huge amount of money or gambling ring that's going on is it's, it's, it's mind boggling to me that this is what we're doing. Um, that's with, with everything that's going on in this world, that seems like a bit of an overreach of resources to, to take down this whole thing Two, you market nonstop to these kids. You advertise. It's fine. I have a daughter that's 20. She knows the ramifications that she she would even think of doing this, okay? Because I tell her. Her mother tells her. We've seen the things that can happen bad. At 20 years old, you said it. You asked her. We had her on the show. What's it like? It sucks to be 20, does it? Because I can't do all the things that I can do at 21. And she was really calm about it. She, she gave us a great, and no, it's just mm. another year. I mean, another year I'll be able to do everything. What's if you, if you can bet at 21, but you can at 20, why would you think it would be okay to bet at 20? Like, I don't understand where the, the disconnect became because like, I mean, even some of the people, the parents set up the account, right? Okay. It's my account, <laughs> right? It's Easy, my easy. account. Yeah. So they forced the mom to take a fall because she wouldn't incriminate her son. Okay. Like, what are we doing? What is the goal of all of this? Is this to make an example of everybody and make it known yes. to the world of college yes. sports? Yes. Or is the future of this, we're not going to be able to bet on college sports. Anymore. Well, that's okay. So here is the question that we have to tackle because this is what happens in Iowa. Okay. This is a, Attack on college football, according to the state of Iowa. This is college football reputation at stake with players accused of betting on own games. Do you agree or disagree with this headline? Put that up again. College football reputation at stake. <laughs> really? 
Now I know Randy well. Okay. Randy doesn't throw. He's not a bomb thrower. Okay. Randy's a very, he's been around Iowa sports for a very long and time. Randy, Randy did not write that headline. Uh, but the, the article, but the article says exactly, but it's not like it's an inflammatory clickbait article. I mean, clickbait headline and the article doesn't say this. I read the article. He, I mean, he literally is saying that there has to be, you have to be able to protect the integrity of the game. And with this many players being accused of betting on their own games, whether they were playing in them or not, they had privy to inside information. They were at practice. They know the players, they know the game plan. They know what's going on, that they are betting on the game themselves that you have to essentially throw the book at these kids because you have to make sure it never happens. What if it's been happening forever? That is the line everyone's coming back with. If it's always been happening, are we doing, are we opening up the door and the rats are running? Are we just signing some, some, you know, are we signing sunlight disinfectant into the dark corners of sports that have been going on forever? And wasn't that kind of the purpose of legalization? Purpose of legalization was for the money. True. But Don't they're also never misconstrue that they're trying to get the boogeyman out. <laughs> Fair. They're, that has nothing to do with legalization. They were wondering why people in places far away in the Caribbean and, you know, Costa Rica and other islands were able to make so much money and actually run bookmaking operations. And they said, we, we, we have to legalize this. Right. These people have been, you know, and they're using this noble, oh, we're going to get rid of them, the, the nefarious black market and all these people. No, you're not. You wanted the money. You, when we were down there, we said, we'll come home. We'll pay the taxes. Just, just make sure we don't get in trouble. We're booking the games. That's it. Nah. I had friends that got arrested. I had friends that I knew that didn't know personally, but knew where they worked and stuffed them. And they were getting off planes and getting served papers and handcuffs and stuff. And now they're going after the kids because of the legalization of it. Nah, there's, there, there's something going on here. And you made it normal by legalizing it. You made it normal by advertising nonstop on it. Your own social media accounts, because I get them, go to a state that's not Nevada. You were in Massachusetts. You didn't see it as much because they may be pulled back. Yeah. I was in Ohio this summer. My Twitter feed totally changed because I got inundated with an offer every hour. They're college kids. It's fun. Do same game parlays. It's easy. You don't have to go to a casino to do it. You could do it right from your phone. Still, they still bad rap Nevada for having in-person registration. There's a lot of reasons why you have in-person registration. It's not just because you control it and you get them to come in the casino and spend other money. It's easier to monitor. Mm-hmm. You have to go through a lot of checkpoints to do it. Everybody talking a lot of stuff about a lot of things. I mean, you can still do it. I mean, you can still, a mom can still go to a Nevada casino, get an account and hand it to her son. A hundred percent. So it doesn't stop that. It just, it's an extra step or barrier to entry. Right. It's just, do you really want to do it? It's not like sitting on the, on the couch, watching a movie and say, Hey mom, can you do this for me so I can bet? Yes. On here you go. Like, 
it's more complicated. It's, it's more of a process. You have to go actually go fill out paperwork, put your name down, be under camera while you're doing it. There's, it's, it's a lot more of a, it's a deterrent, I guess is the best way of saying it. Correct. Why do you think it's Iowa? Iowa's first in the caucuses and all this other stuff. Like Not anymore, but yeah. Right? It always used They're to be. They're mad about that. <laughs> <Real> <laughs> mad, Iowa's real mad about that. Are they mad about this? Oh, well, look, Iowa is a state in which they are. It's a great movie called The Road to Perdition that. It's a where, great movie. It's a phenomenal movie, right? So, so you go to Chicago. Where, where did Tom Hanks' character run to? They ran to Iowa. Okay. You, you go, there's a lot of things that go back and forth between Des Moines and Iowa. I had a friend of mine who worked in the police in Des Moines, and he used to tell me, do you know how much stuff comes from Chicago? It all comes from Chicago, all the, the guns, the drugs, everything. It all comes to, to Des Moines. We have, we have a constant back and forth where we're constantly working with Chicago because it, in, it impacts that major market. The organizations that are over there impacts Iowa all the time mm. because there's less people. It's easier to navigate. It's easier mm. to stay undetected in Iowa. <laughs> so Iowa, Iowa State are the pro sports franchises in the state. It's not a big state, but there's enough people there with enough money that you can make a lot of damage and do a lot of damage if you're looking to do so. Iowa, Iowa State becoming the focal point of this is not that surprising to me because this is what Iowa has been always been worried about. These are the, this is a very proud state. These are, yep. I mean, look at, if you look at Keith Murphy, who, who works for both KXNO and WHO television, look at Todd Brabelkamp, brigade member, look at their Twitter feeds right now. Look at the, what people are writing back and forth. They're making this an Iowa, Iowa state thing. This is who flipped on who, who did this, who did that? Oh, there's more Iowa fans or more Iowa players getting busted than Iowa state. Oh, it's Iowa state starting quarterback. He must've been throwing games. There's a million things going back and forth. This is what Iowa didn't want. This is what they were afraid of with their football program. So I think the reason why they're investigating this is because one, they got tipped off and two, they want to be seen as the, as the four le as the leaders of this saying, this is not happening in our state. We're taking the most aggressive line possible to stop this stuff from happening. Cause it's happening everywhere, by the way, it's happening everywhere. That's this is not, this is not one isolated state. The only reason why I was willing to go down the rabbit hole because of how Iowa, Iowa State, because of how important the universities are, their athletic departments and the integrity of them, how important is it to the entire ecosystem in the state? And the irony of the legalization is that by bringing it to light and making it so easy, you can pay the consequences dearly for doing it Whereas before, back in the day, I mean, at the fraternity house, everyone, you know, asked guys that were, I mean, there were guys betting and their guys weren't betting. And, hey, do you have anybody that will take a bet? Sure. You know, and you referred somebody in and then, you know, that's how it worked. But there were no phones. There were no, no. Like, there was that all this stuff. My bookie was on my floor. Right. My bookie was, well, I guess, I, let me correct myself. He wasn't my bookie. He worked for the bookie. He was the muscle. Oh, <laughs> so okay. he was the intermediate. I never met the people who ran the book, but he was the collector. He was the one that on Tuesday morning would walk around the entire dorm and they hired him to be the guy, to be the collector or the pay either right. or he, on Tuesday morning, he'd come in, here you go, here you right. won, or here's what you hit, you know, pay up, you lost. Right. So, but that is going, I mean, I was in 1996. 
Yeah. Like this has been going, this is not like a new thing. We just made it really easy because it's like playing Roblox on your phone. Oh, it's $18. Okay. What do we call it yesterday? Micro, um, what do we call it? Micro Mi- betting. Micro betting, but it's, it's micro whatever. It's, it, it, micro it's, transactions. Thank you. It's a micro, micro transaction. Transact- yeah. It's 18 bucks. You know, it's, oh, it's this, it's 10 bucks. It's $8, whatever it might be. And it adds up. The number seems to be a little bit deceiving because it's not like they placed one bet for $45,000. No. They placed 1,800 bets. That's a lot, but it's That's- small amounts. It adds up to the handle making it to be a big number, but it's not like they were putting in a thousand, pulling out a thousand. No, that's that right. I mean, the amount of money bet is not necessarily the amount of money won or lost. They may have deposited a hundred dollars. It made a thousand bets for two dollars a piece. Got a match bonus of a you know deposit a yeah. hundred, get a thousand, and play right. through it. Right. And the handle. Who knows what? Yeah. I don't think. I mean, the step of going. It's corruption is a big step to make, is it not? Only because of the fact that, I mean, Deckers is a different story because Deckers is the headline. That's the starting quarterback for Iowa State this season. He was going to start this season. That's why ESPN.com has the front, you know, front page headline story. Iowa State quarterback arrested for accused of gambling because he, the football the quarterback position is the most important in sports. We know this. So if that kid has any type of black cloud, dark cloud over his head in terms of gambling, that's a big deal. But everyone else, even the big 12 wrestling champion, everyone else is sort of just like, okay, you're a backup kicker. You're a transferred basketball player. You're a wrestler. Yes. An NFL player has been caught up in this. So yes, there is a guy from Iowa state who is going to be suspended for a year. So that's a, big NFL headline, but that's kind of why I, I it's, it's, is it corruption or is it just, I guess the question I have to, that I don't know that I can't say for sure. It's not corruption is how did they, what was the first domino who flipped? How did they get the, where did the breadcrumb trail begin that led all the investigators down? Is there this a good hole? answer to this question? Well, it's not is good, the- but there might, there might be an answer. It nothing. Whatever the answer is, is bad. Yes. No matter what it is. I agree. Yes. It's terrible. So <laughs> it's, can I call it corruption? I don't know. I mean, if this was kids aren't somebody, fixing the games, these kids are not fixing the games. Now, could they, the leap in the, in the stories and the headlines and the investigations or what are betting they, bet $7 they a game? Correct. But the, yeah, you're right. The, the, the question is, could they, and the answer is yes. Well, that's the natural. So that's why they're hammering them now. Yeah, right. that's why they're so aggressive is that they could have been right. throwing the games. They're not being accused of it, but they're no. being accused that not they yet. could have. Right. But the question becomes what has been going on? Why are you just looking at this now? That's the, I, I mean, I, I have questions like that all the time. If boxers, you know, there somebody has been gambling this. scandals for a long time. College, Ooh. college is actually probably easier easier to manipulate. Sure, right. Let me ask you this question because somebody asked me this in in my DMs this morning. If boxers are legally allowed to bet on themselves to win, why can't college kids bet on their teams to win? 
Why can't they? They're not allowed to. I know. But, as but a, why? I mean, it's a, I don't know. It's a, I can't answer it. I don't know why. I'm asking you. As a book, would you care if a kid was betting on his own team to win? As a book, you just take bets. I don't know where you draw the line. You know, I mean, there's books that take bets from these kids because they want to be able to be friends that they can maybe ask them questions later about okay. injuries or about who's having a bad week. Who's this? I mean, that guy that was doing the, the Alabama baseball stuff. Yeah. He's connected to the coach. I mean, told the coach probably that, hey, we won't get caught. Don't worry about it. And he tried to bet 100000 on a college baseball game. <laughs> Greed gets everybody. It's bad. I, I, I don't like any of it. I don't like where the implications are. But to see all of this push and basically end these 20-year-old kids' lives because they should have known better. Yes, they should have known better. Yes, they 100% should have. But someone told them to do it. Someone told them it was okay. That's where the failure is. And then you're going to go, okay, college football's reputation is on the line. Where has it been? It's been on the line every day. I mean, you know, NILs are now open. Is that good? I don't know. Kids been getting bags of cash and their parents' houses for years. Now we're going to scrutinize it because it's legal. I don't know. I think it's a lot of that there's a lot of things that that need to be asked further. Mm. I just don't want to make that leap to like, well, now the kids are fixing the games. It's not an Iowa thing. It's no. not. No. Just so you know, Iowa, it's not. The FBI investigating a Las Vegas hotel employees, oh. plural, for giving confidential data to sports betting, a sports betting ring. Federal law enforcement agents from California are investigating allegations. This according to the, the Nevada Current the current and former Las Vegas hotel employees used casino assets to pay gambling debts and provided confidential customer data to an illegal gambling ring that operated for almost two decades, according to sources. A state employee who asked not to be identified says federal agents have interviewed or taken statements from several former employees of the Nevada Gaming Control Board and have inquired spe specifically excuse me, about Resorts World President Scott Sabella and former, the former president of MGM Grant. This is basically an, an allegation that they were using promo chips to pay off gambling debts to a former minor league baseball player named Wayne Nix, who we have talked about before on this show, for money owed to an illegal sports betting operation that Nix admitted he operated and he was arrested and will be uh, charged in March of 24 for operating for it's not really the gambling charge. It's the RICO charge of, of tax evasion on $1.5 million, which he failed to disclose to the IRS, mm. you know, getting him getting the way that they've gotten Whitey Bulger and getting the way they're getting all the Al Capones and everybody else. They get you with the IRS, not with what you were doing. Right. This is not good, Dave. No. <laughs> this is a bad story and a not a good look for Las Vegas. Oh, not at all, because... I mean, it, it traces back to uh, supposedly like professional athletes. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were betting and talking. I, again, when you normalize it in your teens and 20s and you really like to do it, and then you get untouchable because you have 
um, F you money. You can do what you want. They tell you you can't bet. If you really want to bet, you're going to bet. I don't know where they're going to stop it. Like, and now this thing with the chips. <laughs> here's the here's the quote that jumped out at me, Dave. It says it said about the chips being utilized to pay off gambling debts. It took the U.S. attorney in California to finally look into this stuff that's been going on for decades. Mm-hmm. So why now? Great question. Why now? If it's if it's if this has been a known commodity, that this has been going on, that high-level executives in Las Vegas have been hold on, you're frozen. Pause. Pause. Snap your fingers. Six seventy nine ten. Come back. Yes. Come back. There you are. Okay. All right, you're back. So if this has been going on for decades, right? Where promotional trips have been used to pay off gambling debts and or other things, mind you, it's not just being used to pay off sports betting debts. Let's be perfectly clear here. Like this is legitimately free money. If what's being alleged is accurate and true, mm-hmm. you're taking untraced chips that are given to high rollers. <laughs> you're given a marker and then you can cash said marker in for dollars. And then you give that said amount of money to whomever you want to pay off for whatever debt you need to pay off. Why now? What's the, if this, if this is a long-standing practice. Who got mad at who, who flipped on whom to make the attorney general in California, mind you, not in Nevada, the California AG is coming in here and doing this investigation. Um, it's almost football season, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Where's the Super Bowl this year? Here. Oh. Hmm. We have to make sure we uh, shake out all of the maybe dust and things that have been happening. A nice, splashy headline. Oh, I like uh, it. I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're clean. Every single year, the week between the championship games and the Super Bowl, someone somewhere does a bust, puts it out there for, um, for gambling. An illegal gambling ring. Seen it now for decades. It grabs all the headlines because if you do the Google search for Super Bowl, you put the Super Bowl words in there and you get the story, everybody gets to make a name for themselves. Fair. It's a good timing. With Vegas being the host of the biggest television show, sporting event of the entire year. Go look at what the 10 most watched television shows are in the history of television. I think nine of them are the Super Bowl and the MASH finale. Yes, was was, was somewhere. Now it's eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be up there and now it's falling down. But um, it's a perfect time to do this. And maybe somebody finally flipped. Maybe somebody got stiffed and said, you know what? I'm telling. I don't care. You know, I don't know, but I read the story and I was like, oh no, like this is why, what, how, who, that was, that was this, that was the, uh, the journalism 101 class, who, what, when, where, why, and how all these questions are going to come out, aren't they? Oh, without a doubt. There's no, I mean, I just think we, you have to ask why. That's my like, why now? Because we've heard, you know, rumblings of this for a long time. Like, this is not that. Uh, To answer your question, the top 10 
broadcasted viewers of all time. The moon landing is number one. Ooh, that was 125 to 150 million people watched that <sighs> across multiple networks. Uh, Super Bowl, last year's Super Bowl in 2022, or I guess 2021, so two years ago, okay. was 115 million. Wow. And the next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine are all Super Bowls. Yeah. And then R Richard Nixon resigning is number 10. Wow. And then, the next, and then the next two are Super Bowls, then the match finale, then the next two are Super Bowls, then the Roots finale, and the day after. Mm. And then the next three are Super Bowls, and then number 21 is O.J. Simpson's, uh, the police chase of O.J. Simpson, oh. which was not 95 million people. And then the next from 22 to 27 are all Super Bowls. So of the top 27 most watched events of all time on television, only five are not Super Bowls. It's a pretty big deal. <laughs> Somebody put in the chat, it's an election year. Might be that. I don't know. I don't know Is why. It, it's, not an election, it's not an election year. Next year's election year. Yeah, you're right. Who said that in the next, chat? Next year. It's, it's not an election Come year. Come on, Dave. Next year. Dave's 20, daily picks. 24 is the election. It's an election year. Come yeah, on. It's not, it's not an election year. I mean, they're running. They're running for something, but we don't have a November election coming up that's significant. It's, it's not even a midterm year. No. So. I don't know. Uh, again, there's obviously, there's going to be more to the story. A lot of people use the sports book for a lot of things. And Laying three or three and a half isn't one of them, despite the fact that that's the means of entry. <laughs> There's a lot of things that go on in a sports book that it's a conduit for other stuff. We'll leave it at that. Mm. You know, there's, there's, there's you got to you got to be wearing a casino business is the same. No, you're combining the two. Uh, to real sports, let's get to it. Last night, we, we saw history. Last night, the yes, first left-handed no-hitter in history in the history of the Astros was thrown by Framber Valdez last 93 night. 93 pitches, Peralt. He was phenomenal on that. <sighs> one walk. He was one stinking walk away from a perfect game against the Cleveland Guardians last night on trade deadline day on the day the Astros acquired Justin Verlander. Oh, It's pretty good. How big is that for the team, for him? Like, yeah, we just went and got the prize free agent or the prize pitching guy. We're just going to bring him back. Bygones be bygones. Don't worry about his wife bad rap in the city and everything oh, else. No. That's yeah. all gone. Yeah, just, that's all good. Just, just come in and start every fifth day. Get us get us the division in the bye, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Why not? But he goes and does that. It was fantastic. Isn't it weird, though? Why did they just give him the money? Why didn't the Astros just pay? If they were willing to, to take the same contract, why didn't they just keep him? Such a weird deal. The Astros are getting, I mean, that's the one thing that I'm like, wait, so you had to give up stuff to go get him, but you could have had him. He was yours. And you said he was washed and he wasn't going to be able to contribute. And not only did you get him back, you got him back and you got to pay for three more, for two more years after this. Now the Mets are, are handling some of that money, but I don't understand. <laughs> well, I mean, they got him for less if they'd have had to pay him the whole thing. They got him it's a great, less. it's a great question to see how much the Mets are paying versus what the Astros offered him, the what right. contract he was offered. I don't know the team well enough to know well, that, but I mean, it was probably, it was the same as Scherzer, 
right? It was $40 million a year for two years. So it was no, $80 million. No, 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 no. Because Verlander's got the kicking clause that, that Max doesn't. If Verlander throws 140 innings next year, he kicks in for $35 million the following season. Max didn't have that. Okay, well, the, obviously the Astros weren't excited to even discuss that. That's probably why they he left. Right, and but that's I mean, but now they're okay with that. Now they're getting him back, and they got to pay him. It's, it's it's just weird. They could have had him, and instead they had, they let him walk and let him come back. It's a I weird, still think the talent. I still think the talent wins. Oh yeah, for sure. Like if you still got it, whether you still got your fastball or you're just a breaking ball, or and that's a metaphor for some things. Like you know, right. I think the talent still wins. Like you still, the talent will still get paid. Just remember that when 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 it comes time to talk and negotiation and all that other stuff, I still think the talent. There's no show. There's the you can keep playing the games, but you're not far from being Kansas City or the Mets when you don't have pitching. Nothing against Kansas City or or definitely against the Mets. It's kind of fun. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. You see the way they lost last night. Did I see the way the Mets lost last night? To the, no. To the Royals. Oh, balk off. Yes. Balk off. Balk off. Basically loaded balk off. Now they could now the ghost runner rules. I mean, you can just go and sorry, Will, you can go and fucking take that somewhere else and fly off the handle because that it was the total of that game was nine and a half. <laughs> it was three, three, then it was four, four, then it was ah. six, four. Ah. You could have gotten away with a five, four loss if you'd bet the under. I didn't bet the under, but if you had bet the under nine and a half, because I felt pretty good about that going, all right, nine and a half to get a five, four win, we're okay. <laughs> Nope, two runs in the top of the 10th inning, so it's six to four. And then two more runs get scored, so now we're way the hell over the live the total. Now we're going over the live totals here for this game, mm. which were 10 and a half for most of the game. Six, six, bases loaded, and you're thinking, oh, maybe you have the over. I mean, I had the over 12 and a half or the over 13 and a half of that game because all those numbers were pop popping live. No, you get a balk, and it's a seven, six final. Yeah. <laughs> JC from KC, he said, the better question is, did you see how the Royals won last night? Yes, the Royals won last night. That was good. That was, that was, uh, yes. that, was that, that was good. Collapse. <clears throat> collapse. It's a complete, utter collapse. You know, it could help if you had, you had a closer, you know, you're up six to four, going to the bottom of the 10th inning. Pretty nice to have a closer. Wouldn't it be to have a guy come in? Oh, no, wait, our closer, we shipped him out already to the Marlins. Oh, but right. did you see well, what that he closer knew. did? He blew the game for the Marlins. <laughs> <laughs> he blew the game for the Marlins. So how? I mean, how does that happen? They bring him in. one nothing. Come close the game. one nothing. No. Nope. Why you? We brought you in for this exact reason. We just traded for you to you to close down games. We need this game, Robertson. Get out there and do you. Oh, really, dude? And they lose the game three to one. They didn't get Ghost Runner, though. So that was good. No, they did game not. Stayed under. Game stayed under seven and a half. It did stay. I bet the over. So seven and a half. Only bet I lost yesterday it was that stupid game. So and I needed the Marlins to win because I have the over 76 and a half win total on the Marlins. So I need them to get to 77. Oh. Red man. Sox and the Yankees did very little yesterday in the trade deadline. It is a very different world in baseball. Why? I don't know. Red Sox fans are really, really mad. They're very angry. They're very are confused. They? Yeah, they're very confused. They don't understand. More than usual? Yes, because this team is two and a half games out. As I mentioned to you last night on SportsGrid, in 2018, the Red Sox team looked very similar to this year's team. It was just kind of a bunch of misfits. Didn't really, you're like, who are these guys? And then mm. Shane Victorino got red freaking hot. 
And the Red Sox won the World Series in a year that didn't have a dominant team, didn't have a superstar team of, oh my gosh, a team's so good. Red Sox won their fourth championship since 2004. Mm. And this Red Sox team, I'm not saying they could win the whole thing, but this Red Sox team could have used a little bit of a kick in the tail. And instead, Heim Bloom came out and said, we're underdogs and we acted as such. The Boston Red Sox are not underdogs. Oh, Can we please never, ever in a thousand years, that is such 1999 type language. <gasps> it is. It's pre-champ, it's pre-four championships. The Red Sox have won four titles since the Yankees have won one since 2002 or 2001, actually. What are we doing? You have more championships than anyone else in the whole, sorry, Will, fucking division. Bam! What are you talking about? The Orioles have none. The Rays have none. The Blue Jays have none. You have four. Who's the underdog now? What are you talking about? Mm. I mean, this is, I don't understand what's going on. If Heim Bloom wants to get on a train and sent out of town, you're doing a pretty damn good job of buying the ticket for yourself and making it happen. Because this ain't Tampa, man. That was the one thing everyone was worried about when they came in. They're like, wait, this is great. Because they tried to hire Billy Bean. That didn't work. Instead, they got Theo Epstein. Same philosophy, but big money. And he went and spent it, and they won a bunch of championships. All right, so you get Heimblum now from Tampa. He knows he's not in Tampa anymore, right? He's in Boston. He's got money. He's got things to do. Right, right, right. He doesn't have to do this, right? Uh Uh-uh. That's Tampa talking. Tampa is underdogs. Tampa has no one who shows up. Tampa has no history. Tampa has a shit ballpark. What are we doing? I mean, that line can get you fired. I mean, people in print, it's, it reads worse than he said it. Okay. I'll say like, that. you don't like small market baseball. What are, what's wrong with you? You could you, be successful in small market baseball. Ask Kansas what? city. They've done it <laughs> once. They're not a small market team. Well, they're not. I mean, stop acting like, I mean, John Henry, what do you, I don't care if you own Liverpool. I don't care if you own the Penguins. I don't care who else you own. I don't care how many NASCAR teams you want to sponsor. Like your main cog, why you have, well, I guess the wife came before the team, but she stayed with you because of what you, what you were able to build. Have you seen that guy? My goodness. It looks like Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. No, he does not. Yes, he does. Look at him. He looks like Groot. From God. I am Groot. That, really? that, that's John Henry. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and this dude's like, oh, we can't spend money. What? Devers is the one guy he keeps. Bogarts is in San Diego, knocking the cover off the ball. Mookie Betts is playing for the Dodgers, competing for championships. Boy, what a team they would have had if they kept those guys together. What a joke. Wow. What an absolute clown all joke. Boston stuff. Yeah. And he can say, I won a championship in the last five years. What's wrong? Like that, that's he's literally hanging his hat on the fact that that was a fluke championship. I'll even admit that. That was not even, <laughs> that was like, wait, how the hell? What? Wait a minute. <laughs> 22nd time out. I just looked down in the chat and Zach the Hats just contributed and said, buy Will a coffee to the super chat. Because Thank Will you. has a when you start to do this, and then Sonic said, "I'm starting to say sorry, Will, before I drop an F bomb <laughs> in daily life." <laughs> Will, we love you. All right, and yes, shorts I'm sorry. are all because of Will. So the, if you want to know how cool the shorts are, by the way, people are really finding it. It's it's really kind of funny. 
of all the shorts we've put out in the last two weeks, the most popular is me ripping on Mahomes' wife. And everyone's getting very upset about this. They, they think that I was being misogynistic. I really wasn't. I was just saying she was annoying. I, I, I didn't mean anything like, you know, worldly about it, like ripping on women or athletes who are married to women or whatever. I was just, she's annoying. <laughs> That's all I was saying. And it's now in the whole YouTube sphere. And there's like 15 messages. People are going back and forth going, why are guys so, why are men so toxic? Toxic men are in here. Like oh, it wasn't the gosh. point, guys. Is that like, what's up? Is that like, what's look, happening? I haven't. Look at, I'm being like accused of being toxic by people in our in our chat. Oh no! So well, yeah. thank you, Zach the Hat, for the contribution to the super chat, and obviously Will that. for doing the shorts and for making sure that the show will always stay on late night because we will say occasionally a bad word or two and mm. apologize for doing it before we do it. You're right, a little bit. But this is baseball. Like, what were they going to go get Verlander? He wasn't going to go to Boston. That's Try. what they needed, right? They needed Try. one, I think, a starter to you go along with Jack, Bellow. You could have gotten Jack Flaherty. I Do mean, you want Jack Flaherty? I don't know. He's better than some of the other guys that are throwing out there. They're throwing out openers, guys who can't even get out of the first inning. It's a bat. The back end of that rotation is awful. It's tough, but so is everyone's. I don't know. All they have to do is get in. Did you see what Kike did last night? I did. Kike Hernandez, who couldn't hit himself out of a paper, wet paper bag in Boston. Bases loaded. Moving and stuff. Bases loaded, clearing double last night to blow the game open against the A's. Yes. Of course, Kike goes there and does that. Couldn't do anything in Boston. He was miserable. Goes to LA, doing the dance, rips a double for three RBIs. Yes. He was shaking his hips too on second base, man. That looked like that was fun. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Kike. He's back where he wants to be. Energy. But look at that lineup. Look how many former Red Sox are on that Dodgers team. It's crazy. Oh, there's definitely, yeah, that's a that's a pipeline. It's really crazy. JD Martinez, Mookie Betts, Kike Hernandez. Like it's and I'd say on the other way, Justin Turner, like these guys just these two teams just trade players. It's ridiculous. But I don't know. It's it's very frustrating when you're two and a half games out and you don't do anything. You don't try to make any type of splash move. You don't try to bolster. Would you have anything. wanted Lorenzen? Like the Phillies went and got Lorenzen from Detroit. That sure. they need another starter. There's no question. That would have been the right. one move made. Well, look, Erod waved the no trade clause to the Dodgers, right? Yep. He's a Red Sox farmhand. Yep. Would he have waved the, the trade back to Boston? I don't know. He may have said yes. Bring I him back. Know. He would have been expensive. It would have cost the Red Sox a lot. But I would have rather than them go and get him. Make a play for him. See if he'll come back. He had 10 teams on the list. I don't think Boston was on the list of teams he wouldn't go to. The Dodgers were. Now, why do you say no? There's a lot of a variety of things running around, but the prevailing opinion is he didn't want to lose 40% of his paycheck by playing in California. Oh, the taxes were why he didn't want to go there because he's a free agent after next season and didn't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. Again, it's hard to speculate. That's why you put in the no trade clause contract. We were talking about it on sports grid and Kurtz came on with me and Gabe and cam and Kurtz goes, well, I wouldn't go if uh, Cardano wanted to trade me to the West coast, you know, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't go. I would, I would invoke a no trade clause. And I was like, started to think like, Oh geez, if we got traded to the East coast, we talked about it yesterday, you and I, 
Uh-huh. I mean, for whatever reason, I would want to say no. Like, no. I don't want, I'm not ready to move to the East Coast. Because you negotiated the power to do that. Right. So, so you have the power to say no, because it's why you wanted that power and using that power. Nothing wrong with using that power. That's why you put it in the contract. Absolutely nothing. Right. Like, so you, you think, oh, I get to go play Dodger Stadium. I get to go be in L.A. There's a lot of ramifications behind it that maybe individuals don't want. So yeah. a lot of people are judging him and the whole th- system and all that. That's part of yeah, part of the player on that. I love that. I mean, you put I that love in there. It too. You put that in there for a reason because right. you you want me to sign here? Okay, good. This is what I want. This much money and I want a no trade clause. You right. say yes, then you try to trade me. You gave me the power to say no. So I'm saying no. <laughs> Like, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing. Right. I have no issues with Erod at all saying that. I'm not going to play. I mean, and there's tax. Like, look, there's lifestyle differences. There's travel differences. There's tax implications. A lot of things about playing in California that may not appeal to somebody. One star just came in the chat too and said he read that, you know, he had family on the East Coast he wanted to be close to. Right. There's I have no problem wrong with that. that. None. Nothing wrong with that. I have no. I have, I have no problem. He looks good today in Pittsburgh. That's for sure. They're middle of the seventh. The Tigers are leading five two. Nice. What's the score? What's the score of the Marlins game? Do you know? Uh, Marlins are playing. They haven't started yet. I'll start the Braves game. Sorry. Oh, nine four. Good. I'm on the over. I, I bet the over. The over first five on the Braves. What did we get? We got oh six runs in the bottom of the fourth. Look at that. Bingo. Good. <laughs> Uh, it was that, that was the easiest bet of the day for me was was the Braves first five over right because the Braves had been held down in two games and I was like they're not going to get held down for a third straight game they're going to score right. a lot of runs in the first right. five so we we go over yeah that was, that was five and a half was was the total there there. We, we got six we got three in the third and six in the fourth from the Braves so they scored nine themselves in the first five <laughs> see so there. now so to to wrap this up and move on to the yeah. next thing but like making a trade just to make a trade I mean the Angels made a couple of trades right they went and got Lucas Giolito mm-hmm. so far not so good not He's the best bad 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 you know? two starts yeah. two bad starts yeah uh-huh so again just making the move to make the move it creates something for the fan base sometimes, but sometimes not making the move and going into the clubhouse and saying, go win it, go get us in the playoffs. We believe in you may be the right thing. I don't know. Mm. Well, the Mets were, are, are going to have to deal with this because yeah. according to Max Scherzer on the way out the door, as he was being traded and as he was, he was negotiating the no trade clause he had yeah. to go to Texas. He asked Steve Cohen, what happens next year? And Steve Cohen, according to Max, said, we're going to be competitive in 2025. Which then Max went, wait, my contract's only good through 2024. So we're going to suck next year? Oh, oh but yes, I am. I'm, send me to Texas, please. Get me the hell out of here. I don't want to be here anymore. If you're a Met fan this morning, you're not only waking up with the idea that your team's going to suck this year, your team's going to suck next year, too. Ah. <sighs> It's tough, isn't it? <laughs> it's 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 really tough. Will, sorry, I fucking love it. I don't like it. I love it. Okay, Mets fans, it's annoying. It's too much. I got caught up with Timmy Trumpet last year. Tommy Trumpet, I forget his name. Whether he it was plays Timmy, Vegas Tommy. all the time now. Okay, I He's love like a resident here. 
I loved it. It's a shame you haven't seen him much at uh, at uh, City Field. Well, they lost their closer. Any... They lost their closer from jumping right. up and down in the World Baseball yeah. Classic. Yeah, but the there trouble. weren't many games to save. Actually, a lot of things went bad. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough being a Mets fan, and then the Yankee fans. Oh, 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 no move for you guys either. Oh my goodness! I I, I listened to the Yankees podcast yesterday with JJ. And and Yankee fans commiserating on the the downfall of of Cashman and this ownership group and they're boring and how can we survive? They're not going to go to Yankee games in September. That's it. It's no more. They're oh, going to boycott. Man. They're going to pull. Do you see the Dodger fans last night chanting "Sell the team" alongside with the A's fans who were there? Chanting I, sell the I team. I didn't see it yet. I read about it. It was so good. Was Dodger, it good? Dodger fans jumped in. They're like, okay, yeah, we can do this. It's like basically you guys suck. You guys suck. Like that's basically what it was when you're jumping in with a sell the team. I was dying. I was like, man, that is just ice cold. A's fans are trying to do something and you guys are like, oh yeah, this is a good idea. You guys are awful. Let's make fun of you even more. Like you're not even, A's fans are not even in on the joke that Dodger fans were making of them. It's, it was great. I love baseball. I love going to games. I love all the the, the fan base, um, the daily grind of the day-to-day. There's an ebb and flow to the whole thing. I mean, you get it when you watch the games. You get the feel for the team and for the, for the local stuff. It's a shame about New York baseball being over on August 2nd. It's a shame. Too bad. It's a shame. Moving to football, it is time for the Circus Sports NFL Story of the Day, Team of the Day, really. The Team of the Day, you're wearing the sweatshirt, I'm wearing the hat. It is the LA Rams, that is the Team of the Day. The biggest pro football contest in Las Vegas, they are back again for its fifth year with $14 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. You guys can be a part of this, this coming football season. Enter in Vegas, play from anywhere with two ways to win and no rake. Play the million pro football contest with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. Pick a winner with the survivor contest. Select one team each week with no point spread. Get your share of 14 million in guaranteed prizes this season. Visit circusports.com for full details. The Rams are the team of the day today. You're wearing the Rams. I'm wearing the Rams. Win total is set. For six and a half, they were five and 12 last season. Reasons to be excited if you are a Ram fan. You still have Aaron Donald, arguably the best player in the NFL. You still have Cooper Cup, arguably the best wideout in the NFL. <laughs> Problem is, your reasons to be concerned equally are because Cooper Cup got hurt yesterday and he's out several weeks with a mm. bump hamstring. That's mm. not good. Mm-mm. And Aaron Donald may not want to be there anymore. <laughs> Aaron Donald is getting very upset about the team because they won a Super Bowl, but he's not getting any younger, and the team is going to stink. Let's look at the schedule for the Rams. They are the 30th ranked team, according to Pro Football Focus, on the way into the season. For the Game record, yeah. my, one of my new favorite things is every day, which we yeah. do the segment at the end of the show, favorite thing about today, yeah. whether it's in BBB bonus time or not, it ends the show. I was going to mention it then, but I want to mention it now before I forget. Your little things to be – I want to make sure I say it right. When you list the Circus Sports NFL team of the day, reasons to be excited and reasons okay. to be concerned. 
These are two of my new favorite things every single day that I look forward to in your email. It's just day. ways of, of accentuating the conversation. I love it. Setting I the love tone it. I saw it. I was like, oh, it's Cooper. Cup is hurt. This is under. I So I yeah. can't wait to go through the schedule because it all depends on how long he's out. Well, it's at least two weeks. It could be more. Oh, so, it's only two it's, weeks. I thought it's it a hamstring, though. Well, I know. It's a hamstring. Who knows how long it's going to be? It could be months. I mean, a hamstring for a wide receiver to have an injured hamstring is significant. That's no, that's not good. <laughs> that could be a long, no. you don't want to rush him back either. So you ever he pulled his time. Uh, I've never pulled it like off the bone. I never had a full complete tear, but I heard it. Yeah. Numerous times. It stinks. It's the worst. It hurts a lot. Well, it's not just the thing that bugs and everyone who's done this knows it. It's the idea that once it heals, how you hurt it, it takes time to get the mental idea that you're not going to do it again. That that same move oh. that hurt it is not going to re-injure it. Right. That was always my worry. It's like, I'm going to plant and I'm going to push off really hard. And that's when I ripped it the first time. And if it does it again, you get very concerned about your ability to stay healthy. You get concerned about like walking to the bathroom <laughs> yeah. or climbing up steps. After you do it once. Yeah. The last time I did it, I was on second base. We were playing softball and a guy hit a ball in the gap and I started to run towards third mm. and I felt like I got shot and I stood on third base and said, I'm done. And that was it. I did. I, I walked off the field and I didn't play again because it Ever hurt again? so bad. No, You're I, that was my retirement game. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, all right. That was it. I said, I can't do this anymore. Can't so run here's the bases. A, here's a schedule for the Rams, and it's not fun. Their bye week is in week 10, which is perfect, but they open up at Seattle on the road. What are they, like four-point dogs in that game? Probably. Look, I'd Seattle's going to be better. Loss. Yeah, I don't, Seattle's going to be better. Home for San Francisco. No. It's a loss at Cincinnati. No. 0-3 start. At the Colts, they got to win that game. I mean, they could. That's the, they they could win that game, but I I would say no. I'll give it to them just because they have they have to win this game because they play Philly at home next. Stafford's healthy. He right is now, right. Yep, he is. They tried right, we'll to give, trade him. We'll give him a win there. Indy or over Philly? No, they're not beat Philly. No, yeah, over Indy, I agree. So it's a one in four start. Right. Arizona coming to town. They beat Arizona every time. Every too. year. <laughs> Just it, it don't matter who's on what team. Yeah. They beat Arizona. Two wins. All right. Pittsburgh at home. Steelers play in LA. Uh-huh. Oh my. They play in Vegas and they play in LA for you. You have two you have two chances to see your team this year. Gonna be really busy on Sundays too. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to do that. Uh, da, 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 da. I'll say the Steelers win that game. I would agree. At Dallas, no. At Green Bay, no. Two wins to the bye. Yeah, they're two and seven when they go to the bye. Okay. Home for Seattle. Yes, they win that game. I would agree. There's three. Home uh, at Arizona. They'll win that game. I agree. They come out of the bye with two straight wins. Now they have four. Home for Cleveland. I'll say no. At Baltimore. No. Home for Washington. Yes. Five. Home for New Orleans. 
Maybe. This is the bet. Let's just give it to them for six for fun. At New York and at San Francisco, they got to win one of the final two road games in one Denise Coast trip. In December. In December. As the LA Rams. You know, that's not going to go well. Nope. Six wins is the headline, is the tut is the top for the Rams. What's the what's the season win number? Six, Six and, and a half. Juice which way? Uh to the under, I believe. Look at this. Um, yeah, my first thought is under. Let's see. NFL season win totals. Should have done this before. Let's see. It's minus 110 both sides. Okay. Good number, right? Yeah. Uh, well, yes. Yeah, so, 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 yeah, some books, Tipico's got it at minus 134 to the under, plus 110 to the over. Some books are at minus 110 to both sides. So it's some books are juicing it to the under, which I think is right. Is right. Man, they have no shot at winning the division. No. Look at those odds. They're just, that's crazy how far they've fallen. So a couple things here. McVay's married now. McVay's having a baby now. He's having a life. He's starting a uh-huh. family. Okay. There were thoughts that McVay was going to leave. So he, they went for it all. They won the Super Bowl. They knew they were going to be bad. Jalen Ramsey gone. They got rid of a bunch of talent. They couldn't. They were in salary cap hell because they went for it. So now they're three years removed from that championship. I really wonder if the team is bad, but they make progress. You start to see them progressing towards because they've traded away so many first round picks. They still don't have a first round pick until like, I think like 2028 20, or something. It's ridiculous. But I think McVay might be locked back into coaching. I, I think he was somewhat checked out after the, after the championship. He had a lot of other things on his mind, other things going on. So I think he's locked back in. Settled, married, family, wants to stay in LA, doesn't want to leave. I think he's back locked into coaching. I think the Rams lose a ton of games, but I think you'll start to see them turn the corner and look like a team that next year will be better. Hmm. Stafford might not be there though. I was going to say, uh, right? Like, what's the backup plan to Stafford? There isn't one really. Like, who's I mean, the, I don't know who to back draft up. a quarterback. I mean, they'll be bad. Draft a quarterback, develop quarterback. I mean, that's right. the plan. That's going to be the plan. That would be the Rams, you know, and Stafford. And when his deal's up, you go ahead and make the move because otherwise, look, the Rams, talent wise, you've got you, they should trade Aaron Donald. They're not going to, but they should. Brett Rippon, Stenson Bennett, and Dresser Wynn are your backup quarterbacks currently for the Rams. He's going to have to do a hell of a coaching job to win eight games. Yes. Yeah, because you've got injuries. Eight and nine is is a successful season. They're not winning winning eight games. There's no way. Well, I think that's the top. If if there's a couple coin flip games fall, I mean, the most they can win, it looks like, is eight. So six and a half, every number except two is under. I asked this yesterday. It's more surprising. Four wins or eight wins for the Rams? Eight. I think with McVay and with Donald and with the, you know, veteran, like, I don't know. I think four would be more surprising. They go that bad. They go four and 13. They won five last year. Five and 12 last year. 
it's not that crazy to take another step back because the start of that season, that schedule was bad. Now Cooper Cup's going to miss a bunch of time. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Like these these discussions are great, and then guy gets hurt like that. A key, to, he's the key to the whole offense. He's the best he's receiver the in the NFL. He's yeah, the whole team. I mean, it's, I mean, he's gone now. He's the Rams, right? Oh, that's brutal. Higby, you have you know tight end who's decent. That's it. Good luck with that. The good right. thing about that is that if they're bad, bad, oh, those Steeler tickets will be still sold out. Yeah, the whole place will be I. black and gold. It will be. That's true. It will be all LA. That's true. Uh, the A's have seen the design for the ballpark. <laughs> um, they've told the team that it's garbage. <laughs> the team has told the group that designed the, the Vegas ballpark, the renderings that were put out, that everybody, the company that won, <laughs> that won the bid, um, the team has called it garbage. <laughs> they use that word? Front office sport reporting this stadium rendering stoke excitement but a say they're garbage <laughs> team tells architect candidates to dismiss initial ballpark drawings early rendering showed several features not possible at the tropicana site one of which is the fact that they don't think they have enough space to have a retractable roof oh <laughs> this will be a permanent dome only nine acres are allowed for this project, which is not great <laughs> and not big enough to do a retractable roof. It's all but impossible to do this on nine acres to build an, a retractable roof. <laughs> what in the hell is going on down there? <laughs> what is happening? This is an abject disaster. The A's trying to move to Vegas is turning into as big as big of a clown show as the F one situation right now with traffic, it can't. I mean, you can't even like. Mother Nature, by the way, hated travel cones so much that she was just like, you know what? I'm gonna clean them all out. It <laughs> just took all the traffic cones, took all the traffic signs, and just flooded the entire zone. Goodbye. Well, yeah. <laughs> it all went. Well, uh, yeah, the weather portion of the show will come at the end because <laughs> it was crazy what happened here yesterday. Um, it's got to be embarrassing to somebody what's happening with this whole thing. Is it not like at some point? My question to Lombardo is how big's the bag? Because it should be embarrassing you. It should be embarrassing the governor. That's, that's who it should be embarrassing. The person who greenlit this idea. Because if you believe the people who are in and around local politics, the two previous Democratic governors got the Raiders and got Allegiant. He wanted something shiny and fun to put his name on. I brought this to the state of Nevada. Look at all the jobs I created. Look at everything I was able to do. So rather than wait for the NBA, which could be two, three, four, five years, maybe six years down the road, which will be outside of his most likely tenure as governor here in Nevada, he wanted to rush this. So yes, this would be, I would look at the governor and say, at what point do you get really mad and go public here and say, get your act together. This is embarrassing. I, I don't know, like the stories that continue to come out. The next one is more unbelievable than the, the last one. And you sent this thing and I, I looked at it and I was like, this, 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 come on, this can be so much better for everybody. If it was real, I don't feel like it's real. I feel like this is all posturing. This is not really going to happen. And now 
they're calling out, sorry, Will, they're calling out all of them on their bullshit. The, the drawings? Not good. The renderings are awful. It's not, it's just impossible. Like people saw it and went, oh man, a retractable roof. That's cool. No, you can't do a retractable roof. Nobody asked that question. How much space do you need to do a retractable roof? Like, who did you hire? Like kids I, with, with Lego sets? Like, what do you mean? They, they have I no experience building? The, like the retractable roof is the appeal of the base. hundred percent. Because a dome is needed for July and August. It's not really needed for April, May, and even parts of June. It's nice here. You want to be outside. You want to sit in the sun. October right. baseball would be unbelievable. Playoff baseball outside in Vegas. Our, our weather in October, that's the dirty little secret. The best oh. month to come to town here is October. Oh, would be fantastic. The weather is perfect in October. 80 degrees, sunny, it's breezy. Pretty damn gorgeous. good in May, too. It is, yeah. Like the transition in April is a little sometimes hit and miss, but May is perfect. It'd be open almost every night uh, that they were home. Yeah. And depending on when the, the cool-off happens in September, we might have some really nice September days. And then if they made the postseason, October would be perfect. I was in Seattle with the roof mm. open when it was nice, it was perfect. Mm. Like, have you been to a game in a dome? In a dome, sure, yeah. Baseball game. Yeah, Astros games. Yeah. Okay. Tampa you Bay Rays to... games. Yeah. Oh, you've been there. Okay, those mm -hmm. are two places I haven't been. I've been to Arizona with the roof closed. Eh. Eh. I, I, don't, want to, I don't want that option only closed all the time. It's like Tampa it sucks. Yeah. I mean, they well, do it in Houston that? because I mean, it's, it's closed more often than open in Houston. So it's kind of minute made. is kind of a dome, but they have the option of opening it, but it's, I mean, the ball flies when the dome's closed. Right. It's fun. I don't, I mean, it's a bad idea. I mean, having a permanent dome here is a bad idea. The whole thing is turning into a bad idea. The whole, the whole, the whole thing, the A's. And now the mayor of Oakland's doing this like weird campaign where she's standing out in front of baseball games with a bullhorn and like saying, I'm vowing to stop the A's move. We're going to fight for the A's to stay here. And it just looks weird. Like it's not, she had all this time to get it done and she couldn't get it done. So it's like, Great. So you're doing it to get reelected, but no, you're not doing anything to stop it from happening. The owner wants to leave. The owner can leave. But the more that it comes oh. here, the more this is what I was told at the UFC 290 event by someone close to the negotiations. They said the A's are coming here, but that ballpark's not going at, at the center of the track. Right. right. <laughs> so That's... the retractable roof might happen. Right. It's just not happening at the site that they're claiming it no. was going to go. No. That's how, that's the prevailing theme from people either in the know or close to it all. Yeah, that, that's coming, but it's not going to be no, where they said it's not. Be. You out on that. <laughs> Everyone gets woken up with the brigade proxy. How are you? Welcome in. You guys get... <sighs> The 702-570-8255 to get in the month of August. It is going to be a very busy next week. This week is a little bit calm. If you're coming to town this week or you're thinking about coming to town this week, might be a good time to come to town this weekend. Yeah. This weekend might be a little bit calmer than 
next week and next weekend. Yeah. Because Bet Bash will be here from the second, from Tuesday to Friday. Yep. Busy, busy, busy for that stretch. Yep. That's so. Uh, let's talk a little bit. Oh, well, it's Brigade Proxy on Twitter at BrigadeProxy at gmail.com is the email. All of the above. 702-570-8255. Text There's the phone number. Can Tua stay healthy? This man, is oh a man. monster Dr. question. Peralt, I wish I knew the answer to that question. So Tua gave an interview yesterday. Yes, he did. In which he said that basically everything he did this offseason was to have a long and successful career. Mm. Everything he did from a, a workout perspective, from a head perspective, he said he lifted heavier weights. Everything I did this offseason entailed to what would keep me on the field for the entirety of the season. We understand that freaky things can happen. It's football. It's a physical sport. Not everything you prepare for is what you can get, but I did my best. I could get myself ready and prep for the season as far as injuries go. Mm -hmm. If you look at last year, it wasn't anyone hitting my head. It was really just the ground, he said. Mm. Got a new helmet. He thinks it will protect him better when he hits the back of the head on the turf. No guarantee with any helmet, but maybe at some point the NFL has a helmet that could stop what that really scary scene that we saw when Tua got ripped to the ground, smacked his head on the cement on the field, and was really in trouble for a bit. It was uncomfortable. Very much so. One more hit like that, I think he's retired. That's the problem with the with that's the problem with the Dolphins. That's the problem with betting on the Dolphins. It's the problem with their win total. Two was one hit from an all falling apart. He should wear that bubble helmet thing. That they oh, like they do in practice, like in yeah. now in, in camp. Yeah. Are you allowed to? They need to maybe say you're allowed to for certain guys if you've had a concussion. Baseball memes will roll. Oh, I know. Like it, it, it will take away the logo and it will change the way it looks. And maybe it well, feels could, different. You could put the logo know. on it, though. You could, you could spray paint the logo on they it. Could. They could. could do that. There's a lot of things they could do. I want to see him play. Right. As a fan, as somebody who likes the Dolphins, I want to see them be successful. Um, more successful than the Jets because I'm on a mission completely um, to just enjoy New York sports up to the point where you don't, and then you can put them away. So we'll have enough Jets talk mm. and whatever right. to, to have us covered. Miami's the team in that division that I think really provides a lot of mystery. Maybe it's the word I'm looking for or a lot of upside. Or if he goes bad, somebody said it in the chat. Uh, Diablo 666 just said dolphin season depends on to us staying healthy. Period. There's nothing else. <laughs> I mean, look, losing Jalen Ramsey wasn't is not good. That doesn't that, help. That that hurts. That's a, I mean, they're saying he's back in, in time for the opener, but he's out six weeks. Surgery on his knee. Those things can be tricky. Those can linger. So I don't know. It, it's just one of those things where two is in year four. This is where he's supposed to go. Like he's supposed to take off. Like the jet's supposed to be fueled. The pilot is experienced. You're supposed to go up there and lead your team in the battle and go win big football games. Especially after a year with the coach too. 
Right. Yeah, year two of McDaniel. Right. It's year two right. of the new system. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a 40 year, year old head coach and it's time for him to take off. And I don't know. I mean, I just don't know how this goes and I don't know where the team goes. If Tua gets another concussion, I mean, do they pull him off? Do they bench him for the year? Like what's their responsibility? I'll be very curious to see how, because there's some, you know, people like Mike McDaniel. I like him, but I think there's some people in Miami who are getting a little bit worried that maybe he isn't the guy. And all these people worrying about the coaches and the jobs and stuff. Like just reminds me how lucky is a Steeler guy. You just got a guy who just shows up and the standard is the standard. He uses the same lines. He does new lines and he just produces. Like It's hard to get a good coach and give a coach a well, chance. You've had, hold them. on. You've had three coaches in what? My life. years? 60 I'm years? I'm 52. You've it's seen three Chuck coaches. Chuck Noll, Bill Cower, and Mike Tomlin. I'm That's 52. It. It's insanity. That's the only three coaches in my lifetime. The Jets have had three coaches in the last seven years, right? <laughs> right? It's the last eight years? You can't keep trying. I think it's three in the last eight years for the Jets. Oh, man. So to give you an idea of the differences in the way these organizations get run. Mike Stacks is in the chat. He said Ramsey's out until December. I thought it was six weeks for the surgery. I don't know. Again, guys, we rely. Oh. I rely on the chat for information. Did they get a? Did they get a? I mean, I don't know. I, I, have I, no I just idea. saw that, that he had the MCL surgery. So was it a complete tear of the MCL, and that's what they had to repair? Doctor Peralt, I am not sure. I don't know. I'm watching the baseball. I'm going to rely <laughs> on you for the football stuff as well as the brigade. Subscribe, like the show. Subscribe on a YouTube channel. Come in the chat. Tell us this stuff. I'll use this all day. I'll be like, hey, there's a guy named Mike Stacks. I don't know him, but he came in our chat today and told us that. Yeah, he is. Wow. That's right. There you it's go. December. Thank you, Mikey Stacks. Miami Dolphins. This- yeah. It's a full meniscus. He had a full tear of the meniscus. Oh, it wasn't no. a cleanup. Initially, it was a cleanup. It's a full tear of the meniscus. Okay. So oh, he had a he had full MCL. Man. Wow. He's out until December. Woo, boy. That is not good for a team that went two and five down the stretch last year. And the first three months, they've got Herbert, Allen, Mahomes, Rogers, Jalen Hurts. They got a lot of number one wideouts they got to worry about. We'll do the Dolphins schedule later, but they've got, I mean, they start three of their four games this year. Oh my goodness. Who did the Dolphins piss off? What? What? Dolphins play at the Chargers, at the Patriots, home for the Broncos and at the Bills in the first four weeks. (laughs) <laughs> it'd be 0 and 4 whoa how about that they play the patriots in week two which is how it always should be you damn cheaters relax do you know what the dolphins record is in september at home what they have mean? because of the oh, heat what are you talking about what what's the dolphins record in september at home, it's unbelievable. It's like a 700 win percentage. It's hot down there. Because they put the opposing team in road unis in the sun. They only have one home game in September. Have you ever sat on the roadside in the sun? It, in the south, I have, September? yeah. 
Yeah, it's awful. It's torture. In the South, I have. It's horrible. Yeah. I sat there imagine, once. Imagine playing with a, with a helmet it, on. Oh. <laughs> and full pads. At the Meadowlands, the kickoff classic was Penn State USC. Okay. And for some reason, the Penn State side was that sun side. Okay. And it was a midday or like midday kick. Mm-hmm. We were in the sun for eight hours because we got it. In, in New Jersey. It was hot as Not hell. Florida. Not Florida, New right. Jersey. Not Miami. I'm saying. <laughs> in New Jersey. In Florida, it has to be a hundred times. Because I literally, my brother, I thought was going to melt. Like he was, mm. we were, we had to keep going out under cover. Wow. To get brief. Free, like yeah, the game free. lasted forever. We got in early and we sat there. The upper deck, it felt like we were sitting next to the sun. <laughs> kind of were. So, yes. So, home for Miami in September, they should be good. They only have one home game in September. They have three road games. The NFL nipped that in the bud. Patriots play at Miami in uh, week December. eight. Week eight. No, not in December, oh. but week eight. Okay. Still way better than week two. Right. But at the Patri- Patriots, they play in Foxborough week two. That's huge. Patriots. Well, Miami will have its game. day on our 31 for 31 trek. Yeah. We'll go through whatever all we're it. doing. 32 and 31 shows. 32 for 31 shows. 32 and 30. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll, Him we'll, staying we'll, healthy for the entire season. I mean, what would you say? Uh, let's do this. There's 17 games. Does Tua play 15 games in the NFL this season? Does Tua no. play 15 games for the Dolphins? Yes or no? In the chat, ready, set, go. Yes no. or no? You say no? <laughs> no. I say no, too. I feel 12. bad. I want him to. I would set the number at 12 and a half. So if he only plays 12 out of 17 games, did they make the playoffs? Nope. If he does play 15 games, do they make the playoffs? Like if he gets knocked out of a game and misses the next week, but he plays the rest of the season, he plays 15 games, do they make the playoffs? It's close, right? Close. It's very hard. They have the talent to do it. So the Ramsey injury would make me lean to the no, but I'm nowhere near as definitive. Wow, Dave's Daily Picks said yes, and every person in the chat said no, 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 no. no I mean, Tariq Hill is unbelievable, but you need a guy to throw the ball no. to Tariq Hill. <laughs> you can't just right. Receivers, receivers need a wide, need a quarterback. So I don't care how good the whiteout is, need a quarterback. And I'm not really jumping up and down about the fact that Mike White is the quarterback now for the Dolphins in backing him up. Skylar Thompson and James Blackman are the four quarterbacks. We saw Mike White with the Jets. We know what Mike White is. Mike White is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> no. So, you know. Just we got all no's except for uh, Dave's Daily Picks and um, Andy O, which, again, welcome to the show, Andy O. I haven't seen you in here before, but thank you for being 12 and a half games with Tua, and they make the playoffs. Man alive. No, I don't see it. I just don't. <sighs> I just, I just don't. That, that that means. So who comes out of that division right now? Right, just before we get to the teams and stuff. But is it Buffalo and the Jets? No, just the Bills right now. Oh, that's it. But right now, just right now, it's one team in my mind. Wow. 
Yeah. One team out of the AFC East makes the playoffs? Mm-hmm. That's right now. Wow. Huh. That's a minority thought, opinion, at least Look, for now. And then when people watch the show and prep for their own shows and they go, hey, there's only one team coming out of the AFC East. Bills. See, you heard it on the BBB, please. Bills. Yep. Bengals. Yep. Ravens. Broncos. Titans. Hold sorry, on sorry, 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 Chiefs. going to do this. Watch this. Watch this. Again, another phone call on the show? Alfonso, this is Dave. I'm on the BVB right now. Say hi to the audience, please. Oh, hey. Well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you after the show. We addressed it on the BVB, what's going on in Iowa and in Vegas and a lot of other things. I'm sure you and I will have a lot to talk about. We'll have a lot to talk about. All right. I'll call you later. Say hello to the BVB brigade, please. All right. Hey, folks. There you go. That's Alfonso Stratton. I'll talk to you later, brother. That's great. Second time in as many days that you've answered the phone. So back to what I'm I was figuring saying. If I answer the phone when these they people might learn call in that right. time, they might learn. They'll go, you know what? Last time Dave actually was on the show and he answered right. the phone. Maybe Alf, I love off. you. I know you're right. not watching right now, but watch. Right. So look, I'm going Chargers, Chiefs. Hold on. Start over. I'm sorry I interrupted. Go. Fine. Chargers, Chiefs. Start in the AFC East. All right. Bills. Okay. Bengals. AFC Central. AFC North, I mean. Ravens. Bengals. Bengals and Bengals. Ravens. Bengals and Ravens. Okay. AFC Jackson. South. Jaguars. That's it. Chiefs. In the AFC West. Chiefs. Chargers. Chargers. And then a wild card team either out of the, out of the North or the West, which could be your Steelers. Fair. Fair. It's not the Browns, is it? Could be. I mean, we'll see what Watson oh, looks no. like, but I, I, but it also could be, and people are going to freak out about this, but it also could be the Raiders. Stop. Just, just, I'm just saying, no one wants to buy into this, but if Garoppolo can play the way Garoppolo has played in the system before, and if Devontae Adams can go and put up a lot of, a lot of, you know, can do Devontae Adams type stuff, they've got the weapons. They've got the offense to score on anybody. They could put up big numbers. If they go three and three in the division, we're going to be going be the- over a lot with the Raider games. I have a feeling. Oh, hundred percent. That's an over. Yes. Their defense is still not good. That number is going to get adjusted quick. I mean, but they're going to have totals in the fifties on the regular. Yeah. They've beaten the chiefs in Arrowhead recently. They've had wars with the chargers every single time they play each other. The Broncos will see what the Broncos look like. They could go bad quick if they don't have everything together. If Ross performs poorly, they could come in last place in the division and the Raiders could be nine and eight could be 10 and seven, somewhere in that range in that conversation. Same thing with the, with the Steelers, they could be nine and eight, 10 and seven right there in the conversation. Now that's also going to put potentially the AFC East teams also in the conversation. But as of right now, I'm not putting the jets in the playoffs. I'm not putting the Patriots in the playoffs, but I wouldn't sleep on the Patriots either. Just telling people, no one wants to you call me a homer all you want, but I would be careful sleeping on this Patriots team. This is exactly where they want to be. No one thinks they're going to do anything. They don't do well with hype. Do you see what like our friends in the in the media that are that are the book conduits to the public? The, the Patriots season win total over is the most bet on season win total at three books. Yuck. 
<laughs> Yuck. Three books, very prominent books that we know. People that we know keep putting it out every week. Most season win bet total over New England Patriots. See, the problem with that is you're going to have to justify their schedule to me because their schedule is brutal. Well, it's well, not Patriot Day. so don't I know we'll go into it, but their schedule is, I mean, yeah. if they win their first two, I'll listen. They beat Philly and Miami in week one, week two at home. They win both those games, start 2-0. and I'll listen. Just saying that the Patriots will fly over their win total, but I don't know. That's, I don't know. Better to book it. Your face went like this when I said that. You're like, <laughs> I you just like got, it yeah, it's like <laughs> I just, you know, kicked you in the donkey, kicked yeah. you in the nuts. I don't like that. I don't, I don't like the fact that that's true. That scares me beyond all belief. I don't I'm like just, that. Just reporting what I see. I know. I don't like, I don't, I, but I, I get the thought. I do. I get the methodology. I get the idea. The theory I think is sound. I don't like that it's sound, but I think it is sound that, Patriots aren't being talked about by the pro, by the national media. So the gambling media is going to pay attention to it saying, Hey, look, they get off to a fast start. Bill O'Brien. I mean, Juju was talking about it this morning. He said, look at you guys. I came here because I know what Bill O'Brien's going to do with this offense. Oh. So Kasicki might be phenomenal for the offense. He might put that tight end weapon back in there since they haven't had it since Gronk. Yep. So they'll have that weapon there. Juju is going to be a slot guy. Juju's happy because he's going to get the ball every damn down. You're, if you're drafting, you want your little DFS or season long advice. Smith Schuster over receiving touchdowns, receptions, yards over. P. Ralt fantasy advice. Just give you. I'm just telling you, he, Smith Schuster. Smith Schuster is going to be the guy for that offense. Oh, Devontae Parker is going to be on the op, on, on the outside. They're going to run the ball with Ramondre Stevenson, and they're going to go with play action to Smith Schuster over the middle consistently. Wow. That's going to be that's going to be their offense. I love Gesicki. Yeah, he he's and he'll be on the other side. Fence but the Patriots guy. are going to play their they're going to play between oh. the numbers again versus. For years, Belichick played between the numbers until they got Randy Moss. And Patriot fans would be pissed off and go, stop everything between the numbers, get someone on the outside, throw a deep ball outside the numbers. Worked. Randy Moss. That worked. Well, but it, he was, was like browbeat into it by the fan base to go ahead and do it. And then he got Randy Moss and then boom, they set the record, 18-0, lost in the Super Bowl. But boom. So he would say, that's why we lost in the Super Bowl. But, you know. Why? Because they didn't have a smash mouth offense to match what the Gi Giants were a tougher football team, and they were. They were that more day, that they season, they were the whole season. Yeah, because they outscored everybody, and then they they pulled a Bruins. You know, you have the best offense, and then when it comes time to actually do something, you choke in the playoffs. You know, wait till we get to like the Patriots day. And the oh, that's gonna be fun. Day that's coming. First five over four Phillies Marlins. That game did our start? Nope. Okay, good. That's what I thought because the other game was the Braves game that I catched. I'm yes. 1-0 on the day. Uh, 3.40 Pacific time start. Night game tonight. First four over. I keep Wheeler on warning. and Garrett, you like over? Yeah. First four. Uh, first five. Over four. Yeah, I like under. I like you under like, for the game, so I like under for the first five. Garrett's ERA at home is 5.4. This is the problem. They may it, The Phillies may do it themselves. Yep. I don't think... I watched Wheeler's last start and the start before that. Mm -hmm. He was magical against the Pirates. I mean, 
Woo. Swing and miss stuff. I think he had 11 or 12 Ks. Um, I think that carries over. I like the Phillies today, but I like under. Wheeler on the road has a 3.48 ERA, 6-3, posing batting average of 248, 25 earned in 64 innings worth of work. Over four, you may get a push out of it. First five, the Reds and Cubs scored 29 runs last night. First five over, minus 120. I got this last night. I doubt this number is still where it is, but it might be. Mm. Betting in a book over five. First five Cubs. And the Reds. There's now six at the majority of books that you shop at. There's okay. a two five and a halfs left. They are both in Vegas. At Drew like Smiley. Over. Drew Smiley is 5.94 ERA at home yeah. with an opposing batting average of 266. Given 33 earned runs and nine home runs and 50 innings worth of work. Yes. He's going up against Brandon Williamson, who equally is not good on the road. 4.56 no. ERA. A 277 opposing batting average with 13 earned runs and 25 and two thirds worth of work for him. He has been decent in July, but his last road start uh, before he's been okay on the road. He's been against the Dodgers 6-5 win, give up two earned runs and five and two thirds. Over. Over. Adding it. Yep. And then finally... We're going with the Red Sox and the Mariners. I'm going to try to squeeze out an under four and a half here for Gilbert, who has been pretty good, but not as good as I would have liked him to be. But it's got to do with the Red Sox having a chance to get a good starting pitcher tonight on the mound, who has a good road ERA, another great home ERA. But Cutter Crawford road ERA for him is 2.36. Mm. Two. Opposing batting average. He's not good at Fenway. He's great outside of Fenway. Mm. Under four and a half. Red Sox offense stinks on the road. Have you seen this kid that's that's the 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 leadoff guy that's running like uh, a rabbit? I can't remember. Jerry Duran. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's 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 the Red Sox version of Dela Cruz. Talk about fly. Fun. Oh my god, is he fun to watch? Yeah. Like I watched I mean, a it, lot of that game last night. This is his third year coming up. He's been with the Red Sox. The Red Sox have been waiting for the game to mature. They brought him up because he's he's the fastest guy on the field every night. Like he can fly. He runs hard everywhere yeah. he goes. Right. So that's why. So they brought him up for that reason. He's fast in left field too. But now the game is coming. His hitting gets him on base. He wasn't getting on base. He was batting like 210 when they're bringing him. Right. Up. So right. now the hitting finally, the glove has been there. The arm has been there. The speed's there, but the hitting wasn't mature enough. Now he's hitting. Now the eye has been trained. Now he's maturing into a player they can count on night in and night out. He causes problems. I mean, he scored. We talked about it on sports grid, but he had a, he stole a second. The ball went into, we got ball went into center field. Got up, went to third. The throw went over the third baseman. He scored on a stolen base, basically. Literally, play. there should have been circus music being played while <laughs> yes. that was going on. I was just, I've had those situations happen while I'm coaching, and you're just like, oh no, this is bad. What are we doing? You want to, <laughs> you want to shake that kid that's running, but he's great. Um, I like this as well. I like, I, I, I say bet this one. Um, good. I can't quit Gilbert. I, I if I get a like a side, I think it's Seattle. But Boston's mm-hmm. not going nowhere, man. Mm-mm. Big win last night. You were right. Six four win for the Red Sox last night. They got that. They got that. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are watching on Sports Grid, we appreciate you guys being here. If you guys are watching on YouTube and or on Twitter, time for bonus time.
Favorite thing about today is what? The stinger scared the shit out of me. That's just that, not that one. Oh, the other one, right. Yeah, the other one. That, right. that, 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 on one is, that was on purpose, though. Literally <laughs> jump scare was great. <laughs> literally. Um, no. The favorite thing about today in doing the show is that, like, my phone has been lighting up all day. All right. I did the show with Eric from US Bets this morning and okay. we talked briefly about everything that's going on. I couldn't wait to talk to you about it. You obviously put it at the top of the show to talk about what's happening. We're lucky we're in this space. I don't I I treasure that every day. We've put in the work to do the show and continue to do that. Mm-hmm. But to have an open forum and opportunity to talk about what's going on. And it's day one. The stories just came out. I haven't read and done a deep dive on anything, but I have. You guys heard Alfonso call me. That was awesome. I guarantee he's got something to ask. I just got a text from Rybaltowski. He wants to talk about something right after this. Got a call from another guy in New Jersey who might know some people in the legal realm of all this that wants to talk. We're bringing all of this stuff up, I think, with good intentions. But you can't be surprised at any of it's happening because it's been happening. So my favorite thing about today is that I feel like at least us, like you said it before the show started, I can't Mm -hmm. wait to see who's talking about this and who's not. We can talk about pretty much anything on this show. And that's my favorite thing about today. It's not just a gambling show. Right. But when it is a gambling show, it's pretty fucking fun. (laughs) And it's pretty informative. And it's pretty entertaining. Mm. And it has some fucking value. Well, it was funny because like I I was talking to other people in other places last night about this. And it's just, it reminded me that to people on the East Coast who don't follow everything either in the space or everything in sports like this is an isolated iowa topic this is one of those like i don't want to bug with this like this is not a big topic to people on the east coast because it's happening in iowa but what's happening at Rutgers, it would stop the world but because it's happening in iowa it's not getting talked about nearly as much and i just laugh about it because i'm like this is why i've worked where i've worked because this is what i love about my experiences and the people i can call people right now who are investigating this story in iowa who are neck deep in the investigation and that they will tell me things that are going on we have bromo who works in iowa who couldn't come on the show today because he was busy but you know people Hopefully like that can come on tomorrow i think yeah. i think it would be worth having him on for i agree as, and, as it develops because it's an internal, it's a localized story, obviously, for Iowa, Iowa State that's being covered and seen differently than nationally or us talking about it from a, from a gambling perspective as to how it's going on. There's a lot of pissed off Iowa, Iowa fans and Iowa State fans, a lot of pissed off Iowa State fans who think their football season's over because their starting quarterback's gone and they're going to have a rough year anyway. And now they got to go replace the kid who started every game last year in 2022. He's out. He's he's off the team. Not even hurt. He's he's gone. He's just see ya to try to protect his you know freedom. Yeah. They want to put him in jail. So that's the fun of this show. That's what I love about your experiences and my experiences because I lived in Iowa. You know what's going on in, in the investigative side of things. You see the story as it's unfolding and going well. Maybe it's not all what we think it is. Maybe it's a little oh, more. <laughs> Pull back that onion a little bit. Pull that layer down and you might find something else besides what's being reported. Yeah, it's uh, 
there's a there's a lot to be said. We won't have to say it today, but we say it every day. It's coming. People ask all the time, what do you guys what do you guys do on that show? Matt and I talk about a lot of things. You should watch it. We do the same fucking show every day in that it's 110% every day. Like mm-hmm. we're not just talking out of our ass. We're not just making stuff up. You know, we're looking at lines. We're talking to people in the space. We're both working our asses off. We're raising daughters. We're doing a bunch of things, trying to stay out of the rain and everything else that's going on. I didn't even mention that last night. It was the third coming of the the, the end of the world last night. Biblical. That's all I, I people say. How was it? It was biblical, the amount of rain that we saw in a very short period of time. Jessica pulled over on the 95 coming home from work because nobody could see. Traffic stopped on the freeway because the sheets of rain and hail and everything else that happened. She was shook. She came home. I was on the air. She sent me a text. That was the scariest drive home ever. Whoa. And I was like, wow. And then I went down after the show and I let her talk for 10 minutes because it took 10 minutes to let her get it out. It was scary yesterday. We got all that stuff going on. We can't thank this group of people to continue to show up here. I just looked down and saw some $5 and a $10 Whoa. and different things popping in on this super chat. Big business dropped a 10 spot. Hey, Crunchy Beaver, welcome again with a five spot. He made I'll the, say he, Crunchy Beaver every day if this dude drops a fin. Seriously. Crunchy Beaver made the YouTube shorts last night. Did he? Yeah, that's our clip was <laughs> Crunchy Beaver. I didn't see the clip yet. Oh, yeah. Go to go look at our YouTube channel. You can see our <laughs> short on that. Uh, we'll end you guys with this. The Big Ten have begun more expansion conversations because the Pac-12 is oh. shaky. Oregon and Washington or the focus told you Oregon and Washington are the prize. You may, you may be getting more West coast teams. You may have four West coast, big 10 teams. Oh, it's boy, really weird. We, we, we have 16 teams in the big 10. It's going to be a stupid name. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. It's really stupid to call it the big 10. When there's what do you change teams. it to? I don't know, but it's stupid to say the big 10 when there's 16 teams. Uh, and then Mark Richmond just sent me a tweet. That is actually our X, whatever the hell they're calling it. Fucking Elon. Uh, the, the Giolito trade, it's kind of crazy. I mean, Giolito has now pitched three and two thirds innings, nine earned runs. He's given up three walks, two Ks, three home runs given up since the trade. They're in trouble. Angels aren't making the playoffs. That's going to be, that was supposed to be their, their stud. Our man, Joe C. Myers, is going to be down in Texas keeping track of that. Thank you, Joe C. For for putting that in the tweet. Oh and two start. Right. To Not good. And now 0 and 3 for today. 0 and 3. <laughs> yeah, it's final. 12-5. Lost yeah. again. So eight games back is what they're gonna be, is my prediction out of a playoff spot coming up. Guys, we'll, we'll clip go. that and post that everywhere if you're right mm-hmm. about that. Guys, appreciate you being here. We're back tomorrow for a Thursday's BVB. The countdown to school has begun. We are four or five days away. I'm school. Sorry, kids. You're going back to school tomorrow. (laughs) Mine's on Tuesday. He's Dave. I'm Matt. We'll talk to you tomorrow.